everybody to another edition of the Nerdwatch Podcast. I am G Money. Welcome, Makaku. Welcome, YouTube. Welcome, listeners. We are very excited to be here on a lovely day in October. It's humid as fuck. Whoa, you can't, um, no, you can't say You can't say stuff that. like that. You stopped I him. That's I, fine. I, I, the word I'm, humid? I'm you I can't know. breathe hard like it's, that. It's, it's not fall. cleared by the. the it's, uh, are you pronouncing FDA? that correctly? Is it the FDA? It's, that, it's that, not that cleared by the FDA. They don't approve that. No, yeah. Yeah. you know, Vietnamese soup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the FDA it, won't let you say that on on the air. Yeah. It's very moist it's, it's, here it's in the nerd watch. Yeah. The EPA won't let you say it either. It's, you definitely can't say that. Yeah. Moist. It's hot as fuck. What if I like stop it? No. Stop. What about no? I'm gonna put the kibosh on you right now. Okay. Kibosh. You can't say that either. Oh. Uh, is there a connotation that I'm not aware of for kibosh? Yeah. Sorry. No. Anyway, it's, it's, it's anti-Semitic. It's anti-Semitic. <laughs> anyway, people, I am G Money. I am joined by uh, four very nerd-worthy men uh, in studio this evening, or in store this studio. evening. They in studio. They can see where we are. Dude. I know. I, know. Uh, I am joined this by... This has uh, all been built for just this job. <laughs> <laughs> this is a set. This is a job. We went way over budget. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow it got really moist in here. I am joined no. by uh, a man who is a local comic book artist here on in the lovely islands. Uh, he is also uh, a man who will be uh, going down under. The distance. And then... Oh. Uh, He's not going to Australia. New Zealand is totally different, dude. <laughs> is, it, is it down it's under? It's a totally different isn't place. New, isn't New Zealand down under, too? They, they talk kind of similar. But it's down under, isn't it? No. 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 I mean, it's, it's, under, sure? it's under the equator. All right, see, it's still down under. So no. what do they mean when they say the land down under? In order to get to New Zealand, you have to do a research. Yes, Australia, yeah. So. Specifically Australia. All right. And, and uh, no the South Pole. Islands. But in order to get to New Zealand, facilities. you have to go... Down under. Down under. You have to. You, well, you have to go to. You have to go stop, to. Stop that, trying to recover. You have to go to Honolulu. That's, that's why I say about keeping a girlfriend too, though. Like uh, if you're trying uh, to keep a girlfriend, you have to go down under. <laughs> it's called going idiot. to guns. Wow. Uh, uh, by the way, let me finish his intro. Todd Bernard, <laughs> uh, local, <laughs> no, local comic that. book artist, is in the house for all the Vegemites uh, watching me watch you guys. Yeah, he is one of the stars of. Uh, uh, of the upcoming November 5th and 6th Maui Comic Con. Uh, he will be there. Comic Con! <laughs> also joining us this evening is uh, the man who is putting on a little event called Miss Fest, happening here in the lovely islands as well. And apparently playing Hard Rock Cafe next week. Oh, are you? Uh, yeah. Is that, a, is that, uh, a, is that uh, is news to you? Uh, it just came together a couple of days ago. Wow. Uh, the punk rock superstar, horror aficionado. It is his month, by the way. Uh, and uh, it is uh, Gannon. He's in the house month. this evening. It's his time of the month. It's, it's his like, time yeah. of the month. It is definitely his time of the month. And I'm so there. Stop it. <laughs> Are the minorities playing with anybody else at the Hard Rock? Hmm. Uh, it's this band called Trend Kill, who I haven't heard yet. Trend Kill? Yeah, it's a metal band. Hmm. You know what? I, I haven't heard them, so one way or the other, I have no idea. The irony is of all of this is you put together these things, but yet you do not know who these people are. They're just playing like, with you. It's the weirdest thing ever. Well, our, our singer is the one with the connection to this band. I've never heard them before. I've never okay. seen them before. I've okay. never met them before. Right. So as far as that band's concerned, no, I have not. Okay. Uh, the bands from Misfest, we there are bands we've worked with in the past. So it just seems like every time we try and promote your show, it's always... Yeah, but I'm not sure who these guys are. <laughs> every time, it's like not every time. Oh, well. The last few shows, yeah, because the September show we did was with an Oahu band we'd never played with and well, we had no business playing with. Miss, but we got paid. Misfest is going to be fun because it's uh, Halloween themed. It's a little Halloween, Halloween oriented. Theme is kind of a Misfits tribute show, so a lot of the bands are going to be doing 
either Misfits or Danzig covers. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a lot of fun. Who the hell is Danzig? No, I'm just kidding him. Um, but we did it last year at Casanova. This year's going to be at Steel Horse. Cool. Fantastic. And that's uh, that's going to be uh, on the uh, 22nd, isn't 22nd. it? 22nd. Mm-hmm. Wow. Steel Horse, which is at 1334 <coughs> lower, lower Main Street. I swear, when I it, that the Steel Horse Saloon sounds like a strip club. That's what it sounds it's, like. Uh, it's actually more of a biker bar, sir. Oh. It's an odd place for a biker bar, though, because you don't think yeah. Wailuku and bikers. Correct. Right. Right. Although Lower Main Street's the place for like CD bars, that is where it would be. By the way, if you're watching us or listening to us, and you're not from Maui, we're talking about someplace on Maui, and we're talking about more of a CD area on the island of Maui. CD uh, from Maui. CD from Maui. CD no. for like an actual. City. It's not even that bad anymore. There's no, there's really, a couple of really Korean not. bars left. To, <laughs> it's, yeah, again, it's CD from Maui. Maui for sure. Um, uh, also joining us this evening is our gaming guru. Uh, he is in the house as well. Oh, hey, it is, it is format. Hi. Uh, uh, yes, format is in the house and uh, doing a lot of uh, gaming. I hope, or I think, it's sure, safe. yeah, sure he is. And then tons fo- of minesweeper. And <laughs> and then uh, joining us on I love the, that game. Yeah, it's a great yeah. game. Who does? Uh, joining us behind the camera tonight, uh, Swan, um, the ul- Swan, the ultimate male. Ooh. Oh no, that's the Thunder- ultimate that's, male. Sorry. The ultimate male. Sorry, that's Thunderlips. Wow, that's Thunderlips. Um, Swan, the comic book henchman. That's it. That's it. He's more of a fashionable male. Oh, is he? He's a fashionable male. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, mall rats callback. Uh, he's more of a perpendicular male. Very yeah. good, yeah. <laughs> and then the comic book chairman, the owner of Maui Comics and Collectibles, uh, the man who asks himself every day, why the hell did I open a comic book store? It is Alika. <laughs> it's not so much a regret opening the store. It's inviting you guys to do the podcast here. <laughs> Uh, listen. Uh, uh, hey, Todd, do you want to do an interview? But we can have that discussion later. <laughs> we can. We definitely can. Off the air. Alika is in the house. really feel. Yeah, seriously. Um, <laughs> hey, Todd, you want to come in for an interview? <laughs> Worst question ever. ever. And then <laughs> never leave. And then <laughs> It is true. Uh, Alika. I still haven't done the interview. <laughs> it's true, you haven't. But now uh, I feel like everybody yeah, but now that we, they want to know. Now that we know so much about you, we, we do. don't want to know anymore. That's right, we do. We you want to hear the interview with Todd? Just listen to every podcast we've had him on since. <laughs> every <Yeah>. podcast <laughs> ever. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, Alika has uh, got his hands full. Uh, this uh, this next few uh, next couple of months uh, because he's he been, does. yeah he does he's been working on a very special project called the first ever a uh, first annual Maui Comic Con happening in Lahaina on November fifth and sixth uh, putting together a list of talented writers and artists uh, putting together uh, a little bit of a show down there at the Lahaina Cannery Mall uh, any new updates you'd like to share with us sir. Um. Just that it's all coming together. We're confirming a lot of local artists like John J. Murakami just confirmed today, which I'm super excited about. Cool. He does a comic called Gordon Ryder, which is amazing. What are you mouth? He, he was at uh, he he was at the Comic Con when we went to the Comic Con. We didn't just, we Amazing just, Con, yeah. Yeah, we didn't have a chance to interview well, him. Well he was busy. That guy is super swamped because he is like really in demand. He does amazing um and he does a lot of local humor, so he's definitely a local favorite. Mm-hmm. And, he does um, uh, Murakami's Calabash and Honolulu Advertiser. Yeah, the Honolulu Advertiser. He has his regular comic there. I've heard he's not I'm, as... I'm just going to say it like that from now on. I'm, I'm, I've heard he's not as busy as Todd is, but, I mean... He's, no, he's, he's, he's a lot more busy than he's Todd. He's a lot, yeah. <laughs> oh. That guy. But but the, difference, also, the difference is that Todd makes himself busy by oh. not doing any work <laughs> until the last minute. Okay. Listen, I was trying so. to help you out, but you just kind of screwed that up. <laughs> uh... 
If you've been listening to the past year of worth of shows, you know this already. Oh, okay. Yeah, Look how true. busy he is. He has two pencils in his hair. Now. That's true. <laughs> that's like the mark that of a busy true. person. That is true. And so so Theo Lee is officially fantastic. And, um, we've got a couple of uh, Theo Lee officially writers. officially uh, signed on, or he he officially made it official on the Nerdwatch Facebook Live. Yeah, last yeah, week. Last week. Well, <laughs> that was I, cool. I didn't read the comment. Sorry about that. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll definitely go. That's pretty awesome. And then uh, yeah, that's any, what he said. Yeah. Anybody else said, or anything hey, I'm else? Be there. Uh, well, also that we had a couple of people ask, so I just wanted to let everybody know that you know we're going to have Steve Lealoha there. Yes. And um, three of the people f- responsible for Darkwing Duck. Um, and so we are going to have somebody who is a witness for CGC there who is able to um, help get the book certified. Sweet. Oh, neat. And, uh, you know, if anybody needs that service. And a lot of people who show up are uh, collectors. And, of course, we're going to have tons of Darkwing Duck and uh, Fables and, and everything. It's books that, the, that uh, the artists have worked on and stuff. Awesome. But also, I'm um, also scheduling the program for the cosplay contest. We finally got the registration forms online. So if you go to MauiComicCon.com to the cosplay page. Sure. You can check out the judges. Gannon, you're one of them. Whether I am? you like it or not, yeah. <laughs> you're one of the judges. Wow. I didn't see Congratulations. So you're not going to. All you guys that were going to uh, dress up that are, were thinking, oh, no, the cute girl always gets the, the first place, now you got a chance. Mm, yeah. True. Now, is, it, is this a intramural um, cosplay contest? What do you mean, like soccer? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Uh, is, is, that, it boy, I, is it I, boys and girls? Yeah. Did I use it? Intermural. Co-ed. Oh. It's co-ed, yeah. I, I used that yes. inappropriately. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. And basically, the only parameters is, so the 3 to 13 age contest is mm-hmm. your costume has to be 30% made. Mm-hmm. And uh, 13 and older, your costume has to be 60% made. Wow. And, um, you know, they judge on different parameters. And I'm not an expert in cosplay, so I'm not even going to pretend to. Night Darling is really setting up all the rules and regulations. <laughs> Um, but she's been doing a great job. She's got all kinds of sponsors and prizes for the cosplay contest. Who, who are the other judges? Yeah, there? yeah. Who's the um, other judges? We've got Jen Russo. I think she's with Maui Time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's another girl there that I don't recall her name. i got to go back. and It's all on Maui Comic Con. You can check out everybody's... Um, Profiles. Everybody's, yeah. Fantastic. Um, and who's, uh, uh, who's hosting that little thing? Uh, that would be UG. Oh, yes! Yes. By the way, keep your hands to yourself. I am excited. (laughs) Well, listen, uh, yeah, I'll do my best. I'll do my best. And we've got our friends at Akaku lending us a TV screen for the Brian Cohn interview. We'll have some clips from uh, Kuliana before it's released. Sweet. Hmm. Sweet. And uh, I I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. November 5th and 6th, it is... uh, it's actually barreling down on us um, pretty quickly here. Uh, we, it's already the fourth of October, it's so we're, a week from now. we're yeah. It's a, a week, week from today. Uh, it's uh, literally a, a, month, a, a month, month, a month, a month. Sorry, what did I say? Week? Yeah, uh, literally a month Stupid. from now. It's like whoa, right? I know. Whoa. I started, I started freaking out for a second there. <laughs> like a week. So, no. if you want more information, traveled like the flash. More information <laughs> about the first annual Maui Comic Con, you can get it Dude, here Halloween at Ma- Maui Comics and Collectibles. <laughs> uh, you can visit their fa- you can visit the event page and the Facebook page as well. It is all there. Just search Maui uh, first annual Maui Comic Con, or just type in Maui Comic Con. Start hashtagging Maui Comic Con as well. That'd be very cool if you guys if you could do that as well. Hashtag as well. Maui Comic Con. Hashtag, hashtag it. Uh, Maui Comics. Hashtag yes. Nerdwatch. Yes, please. Hashtag Bernardi. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hashtag and, Uterine. Please and share and <laughs> <laughs> stop it. And uh, please uh, share, share the event Bernardi. as well with all uh, your family anything. and friends. Just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, gents, uh, it's been um, kind of a week. A, it's been a week. It's been a week since the last <laughs> talked, and kind of a, um, we're in October now. Uh, the it, things aren't exactly picking up as of yet. Uh, that should be coming up here at the end of the month. Um, uh, movies, uh, television is back in full swing. Uh, Fear the Walking Dead's finale was la- this past week, and um, <clears throat> the Flash premiered this week. Uh, so uh, just tonight, yeah, just tonight. So there's a lot of things happening. There's a lot of movies that are being released from the summertime, being released on home video. Um, but first, um, before we get into any of that information, let's get into what is happening in the world of comic books, because. Uh, if there's one thing we need to know, here at Maui Comics and Collectibles, they sell comic books, and those comic books need to go. These aren't just set dressing. That's right. So uh, they want it sold, and they can do it every single Wednesday for New Comic Book Wednesday. Well, they can do it every day. And, oh, they can do it every way. On Wednesdays. <clears throat> and then on Tuesdays, <laughs> if you're lucky enough to be here on Tuesdays, you get 20% off, which is awesome. So... uh uh, new Comic Book Wednesday is uh, what's happening next. It gives you the latest in comic books. So uh, let's talk about what's new in comics at Maui Comics and Collectibles. Uh, scoring in alphabetical order again. Uh, do it, do it, sir. That's all right. Do it. All right. Do all, it. all new do Wolverine it now. number thirteen. All new what? All new Wolverine. Okay. That's X twenty three is Wolverine. Oh. Um, female. His, his female clone. Gotcha. Uh, Aquaman number eight. Uh, Batman number eight, uh, Betty Boop number one. Uh, Is that a rebirth title? Betty Boop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Betty Boop rebirth. DC's rebirth. It's Betty a gritty Boop. underground. She's got a gun belt yeah. and an M sixteen. And- I like it. <laughs> I like it too. I like it too. Big Trouble in Little China crossover with Escape from New York. So that's Ooh. two Kurt Russells for the two price Kurt of Russells for the price of one. I'll take it. Is that that comes out this week? Are you getting copies yeah, of that? Yeah, we're oh, sweet. <clears throat> I want that. Um, Cyborg number two. Uh, Dead Man Dark Mansion of Forbidden Love number one. What is that? So in the 70s, they had these really oddball horror and suspense and thriller comics on the DC imprint. And they even had love comics. And some of the, some of the weirder genre costing was, um, you know, there was House of Forbidden Love. Which was love crossed with horror and suspense, and uh, you know they're actually quite valuable today. I, I actually found a few copies. And uh, so is this a is this a reissue or is this a new? No, so it's like like everything. It's regurgitation essentially. Like they're taking the concept but putting Dead Man into it, which is the perfect character for this kind of um, comic, mm-hmm. and you know superheroing it up a bit to make it more popular. Gotcha. To bring it into the mainstream a little. Gotcha. But I, I give them credit because that was some like really weird. Sideline stuff they were doing in the seventies, which was, you know, some of the some of DC's better stuff. The twenty cent covers were. So what you're saying is it's comic vomit. No, no, no. That's kind of not what I meant, but I I guess I did say that. Yeah, you did. I was just checking. By the way, uh, did anybody see the news that? um, uh, Not to get. It's not off track. It's not. It's it's on the same subject. They're bringing back Wildstorm under the DC banner. Warren Ellis curating it. Yeah, Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Exciting. Uh, not Tarpinardi. <laughs> oh. So uh, that's pretty. That's, that's pretty where they cool. messed up. No, nobody knew they missed the '90s, so they went away. <laughs> uh, did they? Uh, I didn't get to read the. I didn't get to read about it. Uh, do they know a release date for 
when that's I, happening? I, I think the first yeah. of the books comes out in February. Oh, wow. It's going to just be right, called right. Wild Storm. Oh, is it? And they're going to do... I think it's actually The Wild Storm with a, with yeah. a, with a, with a space in between. You, you may want to come a little closer because the camera doesn't... No, yeah, there you go. Hello, So, So go ahead. What was that you were saying? <laughs> Hi. Yeah, Todd. Well, yeah. F- focus, oh, yeah. Wild Storm. No, uh, they're just going to uh, do uh, a Wild Storm comic. Uh, and then they're going to get uh, creators to do some of the other Wildstorm titles. Um, none of the other titles have been announced, and none of the creative teams have been announced, other than Warren Ellis. That's pretty cool. Um, pretty cool. And I think that I, I think that they did <laughs> mention the artist that that might be working on the Wildstorm with them, and uh, a couple of the characters in the article. Did they say this is um, like kind of a one-off series, or is this going to be a continuing? It's going to be a continuing series. Oh, cool. I mean, hopefully they can. It's keep a it going. line of books, yeah. But I don't. There's think a lot of excitement for this. Yeah, they're gonna. I mean, they're gonna have. They're gonna have that one main book, and then they're gonna artist. have like spinoffs and miniseries. Well, that trip, another artist who is uh, coming to the Comic Con, who's done inking for Image and Marvel, has mm-hmm. um, is very excited about it. Yeah. Yeah, there was a little bit of a buzz when that when yeah. I when I saw that, so that's very cool. Anyway, moving on, I didn't mean to uh, uh, to uh, de- <laughs> right. derail you from your comic sure vomit. Yeah, whatever, Gene. Sorry. Uh, Deadpool Back in Black, number one of five. Oh, a it's a continuation of the story from Deadpool Secret Wars. Wait, 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 he has a sim- symbiote suit. So this retcon is that he got the symbiote suit first before Spider Man, and that's why the symbiote was so crazy, is because it was on Deadpool. Yeah. Not, not because it's naturally crazy. Is that why he was dancing all and getting crazy in Spider-Man 3 then? <laughs> yes, mm. Deadpool made him wear it. Oh, that's a cool retcon, actually. All right, sweet. Um, wait, wait, wait. Deadpool's responsible for emo Peter Parker? Yes. I guess so. That would uh, be cool. He probably would claim that. All right, he would. Uh, Death of Hawkman, number one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Death of Hawkman? Yeah. Mm. Number one? Yep. How many issues do we need to see the poor guy die? The, the, char- the character that's known for reincarnating all the time. Yeah, anyway. there's six issues. Right. It'll be a very meaningful death. Sure. I like that. Yeah. Death of Hawkman number one. Well, I think you, that's all you need, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Death of X. Well, Death of Wolverine was a miniseries. And it's a mm, death of yeah. So it was Daredevil. Daredevil End of Days was like six or eight issues. Yeah, yeah but it wasn't called the Death of Daredevil. End of days. End of days. Right. There were yeah, multiple that's not, days. That's not the. No, I mean, end. It, 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 the, from the very first page, like Death find of out Superman Daredevil was like dead. 20, uh, 20 yeah. books long. It was about. It was about a, um, like the the newspaper guy investigating Daredevil's death. So, All right, your yeah. comic book nerd is starting sorry. to turn me off. I know. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Is that it? Beyond rebirth over here. I know. That's all. I'm only on D. I know. Hurry up. That's my favorite letter. I know. You need to get off the D. (laughs) Death of X number one. Good. good. (laughs) Enchanted Tiki Room number one. What is that? Ooh. That's an independent comic by a little company known as Disney. (laughs) Nice. Are there uh, are there little uh, little children running around in? Polynesian uh, costumes that uh, I'm sure no? there's all kinds of polyface going on. Is there tons of polyface going on in that one? Great, <laughs> fantastic, awesome. Uh, what else is going Flintstones on? Stones number four, Green Arrow number eight, mm. Harley Quinn number five, He Man and the Thundercats number one of six. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. wow, that's gonna be good. Boom, yeah, that's what, what? I'm getting. Uh, Todd, this one's for you. Hench Girl number eleven. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, I know you'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Invincible Iron Man number 14. Oh, cool. No, you're such <laughs> a so liar. <laughs> Justice League number six. 
Oh, oh cool. Is that the, is that, is that the Rebirth? Just Sleep? Got yeah, Rebirth. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Midnighter and Apollo, number one of six. Oh, yeah. yeah! They're going to bone. They're totally going to bone. Uh, Moonshine, number if one. If you ever wanted to know what would happen if Superman and Batman got busy, <laughs> Seriously. It is. And then they let they let Robin watch. Yeah. They should reanimate Frederick Wortham's uh, corpse and ha- see what he has to say about it. Because that's the book he was really afraid that's, of. Yeah, that's the one that's like got the gay fear all over it. That's what I always loved about those characters. It's basically Warren Ellis sticking the finger to Frederick Wortham. Just yeah. like, oh, you think that was gay? <laughs> let me show you something real quick. Wow. Dude's kissing. Uh, Nightwing number six. Now Cage number one. That's uh, the Jendi Tartakovsky um, Luke Cage book. Oh. So it's going to be interesting. Now Cage. Now Cage. That's it. Tartakovsky did a Cage book? Wow. That's over the top. uh, If you don't know who that is, that is the man of Samurai Jack fame. Yeah, and Dexter's Lab. Yeah, that's right. And Power Cup Pup Girls. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I was never a fan of stuff. I could never, I could never get into Dexter's Lab, but for some reason, what? I love. Yeah, I liked, I liked uh, Samurai Jack. I even well, had like a, an affection for power. I even had a, an affection for the Powerpuff Girls. But Dexter's Laboratory had the what is it, Super Pals or whatever the yeah. The, yeah, maybe, I don't know. Maybe maybe I was wasn't in the right mindset. I, maybe I gotta watch it again. So, um, anyway, now champions number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's for Marvel, the new champions with uh, totally awesome Hulk and you're all, you're them. only in the ends, man. All right. Oh man, the other N word. Now stop it. <laughs> now Deadpool merch for money number four. Mm-hmm. Now Jessica Jones number one. Uh, Paper Girls number ten. Woo woo. Frank gave on there. Okay. Uh, Shade the Changing Girl number one. Uh, Spawn two sixty six. Woo. Superman number eight. Uh, uh, Chinese Superman? Uh, no, this is a uh, regular Superman. All-American Superman? I guess. All right. uh, put, me, put aside that comic for me. All right. <laughs> oh, but you don't want the Asian one? Yeah, I was just, right. just saying. Uh, TMNT Universe number two. That's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Universe number two. Mm-hmm. Uncanny X-Men number 14. And Walking Dead number 159. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Never heard of it. And that, uh, by the way, Walking Dead is going to be premiering here at the end of the month uh, on AMC. Hey, man, are you uh, gonna are you gonna get some comics tomorrow? Me? Yeah. Uh, I just read the list of comics <laughs> I was getting tomorrow. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that is what you can pick up here at uh, Maui Comics and Collectibles, three 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 Dairy Road in Kahului. Uh, new comics uh, every single Wednesday. And then, of course, 20% off Tuesdays. You don't want to miss it here. 333 Dairy Road in Kahului. It's Maui Comics and Collectibles. Well, that was a lot of comics. All right. Now it seems we've got five minutes left. Um, no. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so I uh, wanted to talk about some things. Uh, maybe not nerdy, but movie nerd. I, I, got, I, had, a chance to, I, I had a chance to write a couple reviews. Um, oh. uh, yeah. So plug time for you. Yeah, it's plug time for me. Um, uh, Maui Watch, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> MauiWatch.com. You can check out my reviews for uh, Deep Water Horizon, uh, Magnificent Seven, Nobody like we talked about that, last week, and Snowden uh, as well. Nobody I fr- saw any of those. I forgot to put up my did, review. Um, Snowden. What's his face do with Snowden? Let me tell you. I, well, listen. Here's the thing. I won't spend too much time because it's not nerd. 
Yeah, he's exactly. He's not a hacker. Yeah, no, no, no. What I'm saying is that I guess that's, politics. It doesn't get much nerdier. He wears glasses. Politics-wise, I mean. All right. Well, here's the thing. Edward Snowden. Um. Uh. Ed- excuse me. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's portrayal of Edward Snowden is spot on. He is good. He's really good. Uh, the problem is, is that the movie for me wasn't that good. Um, he, um, I don't know, Oliver Stone. I don't know if he, he, he's getting it in his old age. You know how crazy JFK was. Did Rodney Dangerfield show up at the end and threaten to bathe? That's what I'm movie? saying. Like in JFK, how crazy that was. You know, there was that there was that air of of just kind of a little madness. You know, even if it. There was none of that here. It was very, it was very safe. Like he just wanted to tell the story, and he wanted. He, it was like it was a message movie almost, and it felt. And I felt like every time we got to felt like you're missing that stone cold craziness. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, so that was my only problem with Snowden. But just, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was great. Shailene Woodley. Every time she was on screen, the movie came to a complete screeching halt for me. Who did she play? She played his girlfriend. Um, yeah, uh, Lindsay, Lindsay Mills or whatever. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to get back to all the hacking. See, if so, only they were smart, like the makers of Amazing Spider-Man too. Why? They cut her out of the movie. Completely. Cut her out of the movie completely. All yeah, it was really, it was really interesting um, to because you only hear about these things. But it was really interesting to see him being sent to Hawaii because of his genius and and uh, his skills and things like that and knowing that he was here and this is That's where why we all got sent this to is where he left uh-huh. <laughs> I find that so hard to believe that it, it's funny I how said, um, it's funny anyway, how he left maybe. this was the last place he was in the United States before he left and he hasn't been back since so and if and oh, if he ain't coming back. no he's not no he's not um, um uh, general general hayden said that he will die in russia but i think it's interesting like if there if there Can't if he we is, just drone him in the words of uh, <laughs> uh hillary, clinton? President clinton. hillary clinton yeah, yeah we, we just drone want drone. him to be yeah right i just think it's interesting like if that if that portrayal of how he got the 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 information out of uh, that's not true. Of you know, with the whole Rubik's cube thing, I don't think it is. No, it's not. Right? He already they. That was they crazy. Couldn't, he couldn't tell them how he got it out. They still can't tell him that. Right. And so the they had to get creative in the movie. And that. I tell you what, I because for uh, for as 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 deadpan as the movie was, I bought it when I was watching the movie. Like that, I can see that seems how like a goofy premise. It the seems how plausible. It seemed almost plausible that he could get away with that. So it was interesting. Uh, suffice it to say, um, don't rush out and see it. I mean, if you if you're a political if you're a political junkie like me, then go watch it. I gave it two and a half stars. It was a good movie. It's on the good side of two and a half stars. I just thought you I, always I want hurt the ones you love. I always want I want Oliver Stone to be a little more crazy. I like I like when he gets a little Do you out really of his think mind. You can be crazy with that story. Like what? How how, how are you expecting that story to go off? If you've never seen JFK, JFK is one of those movies where the 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 ridiculousness of the of the conspiracy of how they assassinated JFK is just so manic and so crazy like but he does it so well that you and almost buy it absolutely true right, right you almost buy it you almost buy it and and here he just wanted to tell the story and you know talking about information and how we expose ourselves on Maybe the internet he just feels he's more responsible to tell a story versus right. being artistically uh, fl- you know agreed agreed to just be artistic for artistic sake being such a fan of Oliver Stone he's always like he's always even though he leaves I, mean, I can't speak for it because I haven't actually seen Snowden but 
Yeah. Uh, maybe he's gone. Maybe like you said, he's gone to an age where he feels more responsible. Yeah, maybe that is the for case. Telling a story than what's what I've always artist. admired about Oliver Stone is is that he leans politically left, but when he makes movies, he's he's pretty much unbiased. He 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 looks at a, a situation and he looks at it as a dramatist, and he looks at it straightforward. He doesn't pick a side. This is the first time I ever felt like he picked a side. Like we're we're always to believe that Edward Snowden is a hero. Well, there are some people, or a lot of people, that believe that he's a traitor, but we never really get to see that side in the movie. He's a hero. Yeah, well, well, like I said, that's but he wanted to portray that. I wanted to see the other side, and it's the first time I ever thought that he ever picked a side. But anyway, How's Snowden... How's the hacking? That's the thing. It's like, I, there was not enough. There's like banging on the keyboard, and then the Matrix is coming on the screen, like every other hacking movie. <laughs> it, it, you know what's funny? It's kind of <laughs> like that. that. Like, uh, it, it just, that's every hacking scene in every movie yeah, ever. Right, right, right. You're like... He takes some. He takes some a, at the very beginning of the movie. In order to get into the CIA, he takes some aptitude tests to get in, and they and he has to decrypt uh, uh, all these files and things like that on or whatever it was. And he and he says that it takes it should take it should take no more than five hours or no it should take you no more than three hours is what the what the professor said, and you have five hours to do it. And Snowden, of course, does it you know in forty eight minutes. And but they never really show like the stuff that I'm interested in, like how like he's he did it. A circle into a circle <laughs> slot. He takes a square one and puts it in the square slot. <laughs> They're like watching him. They're like, "This guy's amazing! This guy's amazing!" Um, but uh, no, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt deserves a lot of credit because he was he was really good. That's in the like movie. the only reason why I want to see the movie. Yeah. for the hacking scenes. Yeah, it, but it, it's every every movie that does <laughs> hacking does it in such an unbelievable way. But but the, but like the, hacking the Gibson like <laughs> like what? But <laughs> the cool thing, listen, if it's so anything like the horrible. movie hackers, I'm in. <laughs> the original movie actor. Oh yeah, with yeah. Angelina Jolie. It's awesome. That's what I'm saying. But I will say this: the 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 movie was fascinating in of itself. If you like that kind of stuff, so check it out. I also got a chance to see Dead uh, Dead. Uh, excuse me, Dead Deep dead, Water Horizon. Dead Water. That. Dead, too soon, dead. Man. Deep too Water soon. Horizon. Um, up. Uh, that was a movie starring Kurt Russell and Mark Wahlberg, Tim right. Hudson, Mark, Gina Rodriguez, Mark Wahlberg, and that of course was about feel the Deep Water Horizon uh, oil spill, or the BP oil spill, as everybody called it. Um, good movie. Uh, I recommend it. Really? Actually, very good movie. <laughs> it focused. It didn't focus on the actual uh, spill. It focused on the. Not. It focused on the human. Uh, the yeah, human cost of the on the rig. And it kind of. I sure hope the money from that movie went to those families because if uh, even one cent went to BP, <laughs> burn that mother to the ground. <laughs> Seriously, spoken like an environmentalist. <laughs> no, I mean just like feel it, they feel it. are responsible for their mishandling oh, of that uh, rig. What's interesting is that when if any if that movie portrays anything, what it's like to be on that rig, and how much testing goes into before you actually start drilling. It's, that was fascinating to me, just watching that stuff. It was very cool. I dug it a lot. I was really digging it. Like, you know, you don't just go over there. And uh, by the way, I didn't know that those things moved. I thought they were always on stilts. Those things actually move. They have, like, motors underneath, and there's there the I, – I, that was something that was new to me. I had no clue. Um, so it was very cool. But anyway, Mark Wahlberg did a good job. Um, it's emotionally draining. Uh, by the end of the movie, you are just as drained as as the people that are on that, that when they finally get off of that thing. It's good, um, and John Malkovich is 
fantastic in that movie. So um, he's a he plays a BP executive or a representative, and he's he's so like he's great because you like him, but he's so smarmy and like underneath there's something going. It's he's good. Anyway, I really liked him a lot. Uh, Deepwater Horizon. I gave that three and a half stars. Really good movie. So check it out. I think. Um, oh, check it out. I wow. Think. Yeah, check it out. You should Deepwater Horizon. Check it out. I think. I think it's it's the second best uh, fall movie, uh, right next to uh, Sully. I, th- um, I think. <laughs> I just love movies. Did anybody about see heroes. Sully? I did. I loved it. That was very good. I thought you liked the um, the the Seven movie. I did. I love the Magnificent Seven movie, yeah, so AKA A Bug's Life. After <laughs> like we learned last week, um, but anywho. Uh, this, uh, I didn't get to see the one that would have been nerdworthy, and I'm really sad that I didn't. Uh, anybody get a chance to see Miss Peregrine? No. And the School of... Pe- I already saw, I saw commercials, and I read the book. I already saw X-Men First Class, so I think I'm good. Oh, you good? Yeah. You're good? All right, all this right. This is better X-Men. <laughs> they don't wear any here, costumes, let alone bad. Their costumes go. are closer. Here we go. <laughs> don't get him started, man. Don't get him started. You, um, what, you didn't like Luke Cage because he was only in the costume for like five seconds? Oh, that killed me. But I was so ha- but it was just proof that Disney Marvel, Netflix Marvel knows that that's what you got to give the fans. You can't you if you have to give it at least five seconds. Hey, that's what Fox X Men gave us in the last X Men movie was five seconds of nineties costumes. Well, listen, yeah, so and you hated it. it I'm so I'm horrible. glad that it takes Todd to pivot. So let's pivot to that. I do want to pivot to that. Uh, television was uh, was more of a big like deal this week. October, brand new, uh, brand new uh, television, and also brand new Netflix releases this week as well, or this month as well, and one of the biggest releases of the week for uh, Netflix was, of course, Luke Cage. Um, did anybody have a chance to watch it? Sweet yeah. Christmas, oh, yes. it was good. Did you watch the whole thing? Oh Man. yeah, I watched the entire Luke now i haven't watched are you a me? single solitary episode of it's Luke actually really good. You sick puppy yeah i am uh, i'm not i just want to start spoiling the crap out of it right now no i you know Do to it. be quite honest i don't mind because i have a, i mean i'm kind of know where it's going considering i've watched jessica jones and daredevil all i can and- say is my favorite villain in that show is the first the first arc and this is kind of a spoiler mm-hmm. is the first villain cottonmouth or cornell um Stokes. Stokes. He's getting he's getting the most uh, press. My, by the he way, he is my favorite part of that show. Yeah. He plays. He he also played Remy in House of Cards. I don't watch House of Cards. He's really good in House of Cards too. He's that's amazing. A, that's his another great has po- some, like, political show. I love that movie. Yeah. That show. His great whole show. arc is amazing. Like the they cover his childhood. They cover like you know him coming up and stuff. And Gannon, did you watch Luke Cage? No, you haven't watched it. So you like me? You haven't seen it yet. Okay. Um, the only show I'm caught up on is Daredevil. That's it. There really? Still, I'm cut up on right now. Uh, you're not cut up on not to change just, the subject, just, which we will later. Uh, you're not cut up on Ash versus the Evil Dead season two. No. Oh I have not my god! I haven't downloaded it on my phone. I oh, okay. Have a okay. To sit down and watch it. All right. Well, let's get back to Luke Believe Cage before me, we start talking about that. I know. I love that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get back to talking about Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Um, uh, you can give away whatever you want. I don't mind. Um, is it? Does it fit? In the universe that they're trying to create. Because as we all know, or you should know if you don't know by now for this podcast um, or this show, uh, Punisher has started filming. Yeah. And apparently, from what I understand, Punisher is supposed to show up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. from what I've what I've read. Really? Yes. And he's supposed to fight, apparently, Ghost Rider. 
Well, Ghost Rider is making that show watchable this season. Is so. it? Okay. Well, I don't know. I haven't watched this week's, so I can't speak for this week's episode. <clears throat> I didn't see last season. I saw the first two seasons, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is just... It's network television. Like, you, you get a real kind of um, easy-to-digest version of that world, you know? And then the Netflix stuff bumps it up a notch and like a lot of the stuff that you see would be PG-13 or close to R sure. depending on sure. what episode you're watching of mm-hmm. what show but um, there's like a lot more grittiness to the Netflix vision oh it's hard R of course man. and I think that it's especially I, for the gore and violence well there's not as much gore and violence in I mean in Luke Cage like there are some episodes where I was like when is he going to punch something yeah, well, you know, they, they did delve into the story a lot, and, like, the problem is everybody who is anticipating this show had the same feeling I did, because when I talk to people, they say the exact same thing. It's, if this show was just Luke Cage beating ass to a great hip-hop soundtrack mm-hmm. for ten episodes straight, that would be a great show. Let's they let's, didn't even have to work on the characters at all. Let's just say beating up people. Oh. There you go. I, I meant donkeys. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Just the he wanted, one to, he wanted, wanted to, to see, clarify. He wants to see Luke Cage beating donkeys like they're a bunch of female dogs. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no, that's not what I said. That's, that's totally good. Not what I said. That's good. Can we? Can we just? We'll just. Can it be what you said? <laughs> can it? Please. Okay. No. Man, uh, you a female dog donkey. So uh, listen, you go through. I, I have to. I have to give you credit, Alika. You go through these when they come out on Netflix. Lickety split, man. You. Are, I can't get enough. That's why they, they're they're great. And now, Luke Cage is very addictive, and it's very easy to watch. Like where they're going, and you know, a lot of the stuff is kind of cliche or whatever. Right. It's like um, the hero of the ghetto or whatever, and he's so. But the other thing is, like, he's like the squeaky clean guy, and he's like, I mean, he has a checkered past or whatever. But now he really is the superhero type. He's really like an upstanding, decent person, you know. Right. So Luke Cage matters is what you're saying. Luke Cage matters. Okay. Hey man, that's uh that actually I mean that plays a part in the show. There's yeah. a lot of uh And then they try to start a thing with uh with the, the holy hoodie. hoodie. Does yeah. it does it now and and be, just because I'm such a huge fan, does it play like an exploitation film? It they're, seemed like they wanted to, but then also checked themselves before they yeah, wrecked themselves. Yeah, they dialed it. They dialed it. Like, oh, okay. it, it could have been, like, there were moments where the background music was even like, hey, this is a little uh, 70s. I love that. You know, and it was good. Like, you you wanted it, but then you could see they were toning it down, too. Like, it was really in the Netflix modern world. For sure. But they're, they wanted to do some, you could tell that was something that could have happened. Now, can I ask you this? Jessica Jones, uh all in all, gets a little gets some mixed reviews. Some people didn't like it. Some people liked it. Now, is it better than? I mean, I know they go together, and I know I shouldn't necessarily I, it, rate. I them, wouldn't but. say better than. I would say just they're different, and that's what's good about Netflix is they're not afraid to um, have them be different. You know, right? They're. I mean, they fit together, but they're. It's Jessica Jones is the, different than Daredevil is the different. Overlap, than, the overlap makes sense. Like when they talk about each other's universes, like right. like um what's her face, the night nurse. Claire Temple. Claire Temple. Uh she's in she features heavily in Luke Cage in the later part of the season. And she totally makes sense being there. Rosario Dawson. Rosario right? Dawson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um you know, and they even have crossover with Avengers, the movie, um, from the event in New York. 
And, you know, Harlem is, you know, a few neighborhoods over from Hell's, Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen, right. So they, they are, there's always reference between criminals and, and hero types talking about traveling back and forth between the two. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's pretty believable that they'll cross paths. Turk, Turk from Hell's Kitchen is, I think, in Daredevil, right? Yeah. yeah. So on the, on the, on the, on the comic book, um, on, the, on the scale of comic book features... Where would you guys put this? Uh, Netflix, uh, one to five stars. For me, the Netflix stuff is better than the movies. Yeah. Oh, I, I, you know, I, I would tend to agree with that. Recently, yeah. recently it is. Yeah. Like, the Marvel movies really did great. And it's not that they're not good anymore. It's just that they're getting kind of formulaic. But Netflix is really something First of all, when, awesome. you reach the, when you reach the pinnacle of Marvel movies, like Civil War was, yeah. um, <laughs> you really, it's really hard to go up from there. So I no, mean, you no. think Civil War was the pinnacle? The pinnacle Listen, was Avengers One. Hey, Gannon, what I'm trying to do here is troll Todd. I would actually say the pinnacle is Guardians. Oh, I, Guardians! I, yeah, I would I'm have sorry. to say that as well. That was my bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, back to Luke. Well, I was trying to troll. No, man, Captain America: The First <laughs> Avenger was pretty good. It actually wasn't too bad. Yeah, but that's not the pinnacle. Yeah, that's not. I'm the not pinnacle. saying it's there's. Well, they're all garbage. Wow. Wow! <laughs> Even I wouldn't say that. I'm not a Marvel guy. I know, um, but I, I don't think that. I, but I, 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 I think that the the Netflix stuff is really. So where would you put it? I mean, from a one to five scale, one to five stars. Where would you put Luke Cage? Where is that in your list? I think it, I think it's five. I mean, I think that it's right. I mean, it's right up there with the. I really like the second season of Daredevil because it gave us a really good Elektra and a really good Punisher. Um, I don't. Th- I don't know if it was better than the first season of Daredevil, but. Like I, they're all pretty much like fours, fours and fives in what my about book. You? So, and I it's mean, mostly I, because of the villains, because the villains I, are amazing in these shows. I wanted it to be a five star, but I think my main problem with Luke Cage was the villains. I mean, the first villain, Cottonmouth, was the strongest sure. personality wise. Okay. As for a clashing, and as for being like the mirror of who Luke Cage is. Yes. And actually. Maybe not wanting to conflict with him and actually having some of the same aspirations as Luke Cage, and that's what made it like such a real conflict. But then it devolved into um, Striker, um, you know, spoiler, who has personal, you know, a past with with Luke Cage and stuff like that. And then Mariah Dillard, who's um, the corrupt politician cousin of Cottonmouth and everything. They got to set that up though, so that Mariah Dillard. I understand, but she is she is setting. She's the one who walks away being the. You know the final villain that sure. we're left with to be that she's the main bad, like the kingpin of the Luke Cage universe. Gotcha. But <clears throat> I, I feel like the last act is probably my least favorite of Luke Cage. I feel like the the beginning and middle is probably the best of it. So it sounds me. like a four star review from you. I say four and a half. Wow. It's t- it's a um. It's just I, because I wanted I wanted the end to be maybe I missed court, mi- mi- missed uh, Cottonmouth's arc mm-hmm. so much because right. he was so good and. That that would have been a great strong finish for it, but Mariah Dillard's uh, finish on it. Well, did you see how they followed up? By the way, how they followed up Luke Cage by oh the Iron Fist by teasing promo. the Iron Fist, yeah. which was really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, usually use the fist to tease people. So wow. Parts <laughs> you going there. <laughs> Man, yeah. Um, anyway, no, that's what I'm here uh, for. That's premiering next year, 2017, um, and uh, Iron Fist. Uh, not too bad. I, I like the guy. I think the guy looks like uh, he'd be pretty good. Yeah, the few yeah. scenes they showed, the yeah. teaser trailer they the showed from Comic Con. Yeah, I, I think, I, I think that the ending of Luke Cage was was like he finally got to really go all out and punch something. 
No, like you know what I mean. Like he really, he really went all out when he was battling Diamondback. When he was, yeah, when he was battling Diamondback. When he was. To me, that I I didn't really have a lot of emotion in that fight. Well, yeah, no, I I don't, but I think that it like that was that there was a little bit there was more satisfaction in that fight than there was in, in the previous fights because he, they finally kind of went all out. Wow! So as a, as a climactic battle, like a, you, it's predictable and you kind of see it coming, but it's it's finally like that's sort of like what you sure it was coming to a head, but I, I think Diamondback was probably my least favorite villain on the show. That's funny. Uh, I watched it with Nadia. Nadia thought that he was the creepiest villain. That's the thing is, creepy villains are hard for me to get on with because they're not realistic. Mm. Like, especially with Shades calling him on a lot of his stuff, it kind of like shattered the. How is there a person like this around? You know what I mean. But there was. But I mean. But the same thing happened with Joker in the Dark Knight. I mean, he was a real creepy villain. But no. But he didn't have someone next to him who was like a cool human being who was like two face. That was creepy. You know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. See now, what, see what you guys are doing is that we were going to save this for Nerd Watch Magnum, our secondary podcast. Oh and you guys really went down the oh sorry down the uh, the old. Well, there's all kinds of stuff to talk about. Yeah, for that one. Talk about. Oh, I'm sure we can. Yeah. Um. Uh. Listen. Uh. There was a, there was a bunch of other things that premiered as well. Um. That I wanted to talk about. I got to that. I got to that. Uh. We got a new trailer, courtesy of of Disney. Um. Marvel for uh. The th- the fifth film in the saga that is the Pirates oh, of the Caribbean, yeah. uh, Dead Men Tell No Tales. What's the name of it? Um, yeah. That's Dead Men Tell No Tales. Yes, that's the name of it. Um, Gannon, you sir saw it. Uh, were you impressed? Um, I actually kind of liked it. I-, I like the idea that they're setting a new tone for the series. Are you? Well, the thing that I really liked about it was that it. it- what all they're really teasing is the villain. There is no Johnny Depp in the trailer, right? Which I, which I was just like, that's actually a really good move. And yeah, it's, and it's kind of ballsy when you think about it being from Disney. Sure, you know what I mean? Because be, that that's the hot property of that franchise. It's the only thing that really yeah. props that whole franchise up. He's he's on the wanted poster. You barely, yeah, yeah. You see it, and you see the name, but yeah. like as far as Johnny Depp actually performing in the trailer, yeah, mm-hmm. he's not in there. Now, um, I, like you know right away, it's a pirates film. I right think, from the word jump. I think I had. I think I got. I, I got fatigue after the third film. I mean, I like the third film. It's my favorite one. I would I say there's fatigue from the second. I I did not like, like the that, second the, movie at all. For me, the trilogy for Pirates of the Caribbean in a lot of ways. How do you tell them apart? In a lot of ways, kind of mirrored the Matrix because they just went straight into another two films. That's crazy. Like right afterwards. If you're telling me Jack Sparrow is the one, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. It's kind of how they treat him in all these films. They do, don't they? It's kind of crazy. I never thought but, about but that. But no, but I mean, just not even getting into the story or any of that. So it's just like they, they follow the same, like, all right, this really worked and it worked really well. Let's let's just rush two more out. Right. And so on and so forth. Agreed. So uh, when I think of the Pirates movies, I think of the Matrix trilogy. Right. Like, they might have wanted to let it percolate a little bit more. Maybe not do two more and think trilogy. They, you, it can be. I mean, Pirates could well, have been like the next Indiana Jones. You can well, see an Indiana Jones type of franchise out of the Pirates. Uh, well, they keep like Jack Sparrow doing this. Jack how Sparrow much more blood can be squeezed from this stone? Is what I'm wondering. That's all. Well, I'm and about. and uh, Johnny Depp's not a, not a young guy either. But the character can get older. Yes, it, it, it's a character that can be allowed to get older. It's a pirate. It's not a character that desert that needs to constantly be in his thirties, right? You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of action heroy type characters that 
you want to probably swap them out with some younger cast after right, a while. Right, right, right. But in the case of Jack Sparrow, you probably do that character until he's in his 60s, which oh, is yeah. not too far from now. Oh, but, it's true. It's <laughs> very true. But you can probably do a few more, but the thing that I'm wondering is, do people even still care anymore? Because That's what I'm wondering, since too. The, since Pirates is at its peak, superhero movies were not the big deal yet. Not the yeah. way they are now. Right. Where there's Agreed. like 20 movies in the pipeline. Agreed. We got like, the first, we got our first Hulk movie when the, the summer that the first Pirates came out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Well, that was a different era, though. That was a different time. Uh, Marvel was in a different place yeah. at that point. Like, studios are all about shared universes now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rebooting, soft rebooting on properties. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm interested in watching this movie. I'm just, I'm, I'm suffering from uh, Jack Sparrow uh, fatigue, is all. So, like I said, after that last one, which was on Stranger Tides, which was kind of a, it uh, wasn't, a miss. it wasn't bad though. No, no, no. I, I mean, that's one thing I'll say. None of the pirate films are. Bad per se. I have to disagree because I think the second they, one is they, bad. They, they leave you wanting, but I don't. I don't think any of them were bad. Not really. Inter- I, I like this. It's weird though because Stranger Tides can be viewed as a standalone. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely very true. Very, it had nothing to do with the other. Like if you completely movies. remove the other two films in the trilogy, yeah. that that actually would have probably been better. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, anybody else see the trailer? Anybody else excited? I don't know enough about pirates. I saw the first movie. Javier Bardem playing another villain, though. Like, I, James Bond. Javier Bardem is so good. He was so good Were we Sky supposed Fall. to know who he is yes. in the trailer? Sky... Oh, no. He's Captain Salazar, I think uh, they call him the So trailer. he's a new villain. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Nothing that existed from... Before. Javier Bardem is so good. I mean, he was the villain in uh, Sky, uh, Skyfall. He was the villain in No Country for Old Men, which he's so good in. He's a guy that can play just about anything, and he has the look of a villain, a menacing villain, which is very they cool. They should have scooped him up in Star Wars. Um, I, I tend to agree with that. I can see that, yeah, for sure. Wait, he's not in Rogue One? No. Oh, okay. Well... Not, not yet anyway. I mean, he did work for Disney, so he could be yeah. in the next Rogue One, or the the, the an, a Star Wars movie. But um, Pirates of the Caribbean was one of the bigger trailers that we got. We just I'm got curi- that today, I'm curious to see how it pans out, because, you know, at the end yesterday, of the last right, one, or the one before last, like half the cast is... Has gone separate ways. I I would definitely say that's what hurt Stranger Tides. Yeah, is that as much as you love Johnny Depp, you also love the the chemistry of the supporting cast. Of Will Turner. Right. Well, not just Will Turner, but like the bumbling, you know, the bumbling sidekick pirates are always on the yeah. boat and the monkey and all mm-hmm. those kinds of things. Like you loved all of those elements, and they none of them were there for Stranger Tides. Right. So you kind of are like I'm personally hoping that they bring all those things back because we already know that uh, Orlando Bloom's back in it. Yes, his character's back in there. Kira right. Knightley, I don't think. No, I'm it should be interesting because you know he's he's now he's pretty much Davy Jones. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that is true. Didn't think about that. But anyway, uh, Pirates so shows are just full of scales. And stuff, <laughs> I'll be like, dope. Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean hitting theaters. I think it's 2017. Somewhere. So yeah. somewhere in the in that mess that is it's called summer movie I madness. We're still trying that franchise out. Yeah, for sure. For we'll, sure. we'll see. We'll see if everybody else is over it. Oh yeah, uh, we'll we will definitely see for sure. Um, ladies and gentlemen, coming up uh, here is uh, the second half of the Nerd Watch podcast, which we call Nerd Watch Magnum. You can get that exclusively on Audio Boom, by the way. <laughs> it's very cool. Um, I'm but sure uh, really stoked that it's only on their channel. Yeah, they're they're excited. 
excited. Um, uh, I do want to let you guys know that there are new releases. Nothing gets anybody excited like Magnum. That's right. Uh, there are new releases uh, for Blu-ray and DVD and digital HD this week. Uh, there's one that I forgot to mention last week that I am very sorry that I missed. Uh, Shallows came out on Blu-ray. Shame on you. I love you know, the Shallows. You just saw that two weeks ago? Oh, that was so good. It's so fun. That movie is so How fun. How is that not Jaws 5? It, 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 you could totally make it, it Jaws 5. It could have flat out been Jaws 5. It could have been. totally satisfied. Yeah, The Shallows was a fantastic, fun shark uh, shark movie. Uh, very good. Blake Lively was great in the film. And uh, it was just great. It was a great 90-minute movie. It didn't last very long. And it, it was it was one of those just fun, it's scary. very satisfying movie. Very satisfying. I very loved it. Very simple premise. Yeah, Shallows. Pick it up, guys. You will not regret it. That was one of the best movies of the summer. Uh, very unexpected as well. Sleeper hit. Sleep, absolutely, sleeper hit. Uh, also, uh, getting uh, coming out today is X-Men Apocalypse. Two-pocalypse. Two-pocalypse is out today. Um, Gannon picked up his copy of X-Men Apocalypse. Uh, we got on the Blu-ray. Blu-ray edition, folks. Uh, it's the yearbook edition, yes? Yes. Fantastic. Um, I am. Unless your screw is like a leak, and you're just going to throw it in the trash. <laughs> yeah. I am. I am. A, I am a fan of Apocalypse. I enjoyed what I, I what I saw. So here we go. Uh, X Men Apocalypse. Well, you is, like anything? You like Civil War? I do love Civil War. That was a good movie. Uh, you thought that Phoenix reveal was awesome? <laughs> no, totally that was one of the things that I didn't like, and I didn't like the you way thought the fact that Apocalypse was omnipotent. It needed a team of six people for some reason. Yeah, to do I, it was four. Whatever. I didn't like the fact that he did that in the comics. Yeah, I didn't like the fact that he yeah, had, he know, was a giant was only in only in um in the dream. only in Xavier's dreams. Yeah, I didn't like that. But yeah. I mean, overall, though, I did enjoy X Men Apocalypse, and I'm very excited to watch it. What I again. still love about that movie was Olivia Munn's electrifying performance of Psylocke. Yeah, but she had three yeah. lines, just two mind-blowingly lines? great performance. Yeah. She didn't talk. <laughs> Well, I don't I, know if you. Uh, I, mean, I, don't know if, I don't know if you picked up clear, on the sarcasm. She was clearly cast. I don't know just sarcasm. to just to put so, a body in a suit. Yes, boob window. I was. I was. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I only window. went to see that movie because of her. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, what a waste of eleven bucks. For waste you. of time. <laughs> uh, also, uh, coming this out on the movie that we got to see with Jim Lee. That's right, yeah. we did. Yeah, we did. And we never got. And, and, he was so stoked. By the way, movie. Jim Lee so liked it. So uh, that w- I, I hitchhiked to that movie. Yeah. Like, I, I wanted to see that movie bad. Yeah, let me tell you something. Uh, uh, Jim Lee liked X Men Apocalypse, sir. So uh, you know, you're not supposed to say that. Oh. Sorry. He's not allowed to like Marvel stuff anymore. Man. I don't think he's allowed to even go to the movies. All right. Yeah. Well, we well, there, was, there was a guy there was a, a, there was a guy that we accompanied to the movies that look a lot like Jim Lee. It was Guy Hoggy. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine uh, if somebody at the theater mistook him for Guy Hoggy. Somebody probably did mistake him for Guy Hoggy. Oh my gosh. That's, that's like insane. Like, everybody actually looks similar. Oh, because everyone's Where's gathering rain, around buddy? him outside. That's right. It's freaking <laughs> crazy. Uh, just to let you know, also, uh, I have exclusive- a picture of me and Guy Hoggy from Amazing Con. I know. I'm just going to put me and Jim Lee chilling mm. at Amazing <laughs> <laughs> Do that. Uh, he was technically there. Joining, uh, uh, joining uh, the releases this week is a movie that is exclusively on digital for the next month. Um, 
it Ghostbusters. is Star Trek Beyond. Oh, awesome. oh that one's oh. Last week, we got uh, digital <coughs> Ghostbusters. Oh, was it last week? Last week, we oh. got the Ghostbusters, the brand new Ghostbusters digitally. It, it's the theatrical and unrated cut, which I, I'm actually interested in watching. So if you want Ghostbusters... With 20 extra minutes yes. of vagina farts. 20 extra minutes of misery. Ghostbusters, um, answer the call? Go see it. Go see it. Um, anyway, um, also this week um, in games for release, uh, game releases this week, we're getting one big game um, coming out on Friday the seventh. Uh, Mafia Three, uh, one of the bigger titles of the uh, the fall season, is coming out uh, on Friday. Um, it's looking very good. I'm excited. I can't wait to play it. So I've already got my copy and uh, ready to play. Um, but anyway. Um, Anybody play anything fancy? Fancy schmancy as of late? No? Nothing good? I've been playing Nintendo and SNES. Wow, of course you have. I have the second episode of that Batman Telltale series. Yeah, you got to tell me. you got to tell me how that is. I really want to know how that is. But listen, we've got to get out of here. Nerdwatch Magnum is coming up very shortly. This is Nerdwatch. This is now going to be called Nerdwatch Prime. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nerdwatch Prime. I, of course, am G-Money. You can follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Nerdwatch. On YouTube at Nerdwatch, uh, at Nerdwatch Nation. And and on Instagram at the underscore nerdwatch and on Twitter at nerdwatch nation. So for Todd, for Gannon, for the one and only uh, format, and of course the comic okay. book chairman, Alika of Maui Comics and Collectibles. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, more details coming up on the first and annual Swan. Maui Comic Con. Yes, our uh, cameraman, Swan, as well. Well, more information on Maui Comic Con coming up. The first annual, you can get it here at Maui Comics and Collectibles at 333 Dairy Road. So until or just next... just check out MauiComicCon.com. That's it? That's what oh, the that's... website's there oh, for. Oh, so I didn't know that. I didn't know it was up and ready to go. you stupid, man. stupid, bro. Stupid, bro. Anyway, until next week, peace out. Much love and most assuredly, always stay nerdy and listen to Nerdwatch Magnum uh, coming up exclusively on audio I do, I do. So until then, peace out, much love, and most assuredly, always stay nerdy. And until next week, we say to you, <clears throat> Aloha. 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 Uh, that is what they say. Aloha. 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 Aloha.